0: Hey! Buckle up for a new episode of the Victor's Talk, the one and only podcast meant to create awareness about sickle cell, where we talk about the challenges, the experiences, the victories, the lifestyle, and faith of sickle cell warriors. Whether you're a caregiver, family, friends, or advocate, you are sure to pick up tidbits of relatable events and learn when you listen to the Victor's Talk.
1: So, um, I know you
0: can remember the way I shot my shots in your DM and it was really, like how would I put it, it was really, like I was put in a tight corner actually because I've met several sickle cell warriors that do say they don't want to share their story with the world. And first of all, I'd like to say thank you for accepting to share your story. And over the time, I've seen people say they have this fear for Sikosay to ask, what has been your greatest fear as a Sikosay warrior?
1: Um, all right, first of let me start by saying thanks for having me. I mean, it's, um, it's a privilege to have people want to hear your story. That's that's what I feel about it. Well, going to the question you asked now, um, my greatest fear is something that has not happened, actually. My greatest fear is getting married, having children, and dying due to a complication of sickle cell, leaving them with, leaving them behind to struggle. So that, that's that's my, like, my greatest fear, sure.
0: greatest Okay, okay. Uh, over time, have you been able to, like, okay, you know, when we say we have this fear for secrecy and all that, as we grow older, the fear might increase or might reduce. So have you been able to overcome it? Like, to some extent, if it's okay to put it that way?
1: Uh, um, no, I don't think I've been able to overcome it.
0: Because it has not
1: happened. Th- yes, because it has not happened. It's something I still struggle with every day. And if I was to say it's something that's holding me back in terms of relationship. Oh wow.
0: Wow. So I think I think I understand a bit. Not if not all, but I understand a bit. And I- Looking at your profile here, yeah, I could see you are a guardian counselor, a life coach, an events manager, a pigeon camp manager, and chapron for oh, the lots.
1: Yeah, I do a lot of things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think we single cell warriors, we tend to do a lot of things. And uh, looking at your profile now, looking at your profile. What motivates you to feel positive about your health? Because you know, being an event manager, like an event, managing an event, is a bit stressful. Like, what motivates you to feel
1: positive? Um. Well, um, I think I I draw my motivation from the fact that whether you are a cell patient or not, everybody is going to die at a point in time. Okay. So I I believe it doesn't matter if you're a sickle cell patient or not, I believe you just have to do what you can do while you have the time. Okay. So that's that's my motivation. Wow. Control over death. And because you're a sickle cell patient, it doesn't mean I like before people that are not sickle cell patients.
0: Okay.
1: okay. So that's that's how i draw my motivation i just live my life like it's going to be be the last time so like today is going to be the last
0: wow you live you live the day by like there is no tomorrow if there's something like that
1: yes exactly
0: okay okay so you know I, as a sickle cell warrior like i said when i was shooting my shots in your game that i am also a sickle cell warrior. So as a sickle cell warrior, there's this kind of emotional imbalance, if it, if there's something like that, like, I tend to be emotionally down. Not all the time, but sometimes. And i like to know, like, is being a sickle cell warrior now for you, does it proportion to you being emotionally down? Like, does it affect you emotionally?
1: Well, you, um, I won't say so. Okay. And what's the reason? Well, I think well let let me start by saying I think we all have different different mechanisms to secure. Yes. And mine mine has to be that I I just try to be the life of the party. Mm-hmm. You get? It? Yeah, I get. It. But definitely when you are having the pains, when you are having the crisis, the mood swing is certain. The mood swing comes along. The mood swing is not something you can help because you are sitting, you are lying on the bed, having pains, and you are wondering why your ha- why your life has to be like that, why you have to go I'm through right. pain every day. So it's it's just something that um, will will not stop. The mood swing will never stop. But we can just try to enjoy our life to the fullest when we are not having the pains. And even when I get better, actually, I just I derive joy in making jokes out of my situation. I think it just keeps me. That's that's one
0: of your coping mechanisms.
1: Yeah, it's one of my coping mechanisms.
0: Okay, there's this question I like to ask. Like, when did you discover that? Because some people discover not at the early stage of their life. I've seen someone who discovered that she had sickle cell genotype when she was i think 18 or 19. and for me i discovered mine when i was seven so i'd like to know when you discovered
1: yours i think i'm in, i'm in the, city, in the same boat with the first person i discovered wow. one, i think 17 or 18. i think 17. So you know, my... okay okay can go on uh, the, I know the next question you wanted, the question you wanted to ask is how oh, I've been coping all along. Yes,
0: yes,
1: yes. Well, my, <laughs> it's kind of funny. My story is kind of funny. Um, you can give us a brief uh, if you don't mind? Yeah, yeah, I, I'll do that. I remember, I, I, I don't remember, really remember me falling sick when I was younger. I'm not sure okay. how, I'm not sure why but i can only remember that when i wanted to write common entrance in when i was in primary five okay i felt very sick okay. and it was just in malaria so um i'm not sure any test was done because i was not even having pains. it was just malaria it was, just it was
0: malaria
1: so there was no need for like my so there was no for exactly there wasn't no for me to check my genotype then when i was in gs2 I think that was when the pain started. That was when I started having back pains, leg pains, and all of those things. But um, my grandma was, it happens that my grandma was staying with us at the time, Mm -hmm. and she would always use, give me herbal remedies. It was tough, but then, I mean, it was not as easy as having to take injections for the pains, but Mm -hmm. it always worked somehow, one way or another, it always worked. Up until I was in SS3, I didn't go to the 2 I can't remember me going to the 2 It was just when I got to SS3, I had, I wanted to write to work at that point too. And I had this swelling in my head, mm. that was what made me to go to hospital. 2 Funny enough, I, I did the genotype testing and, well, they didn't write the result on it somehow. I don't know if that was intentional or if it was. I don't know. They just didn't write the result. So at that point, I didn't know. I didn't know. Also, then I had another crisis when I was in when I was in three hundred level in school. So that was when I had the news. That was when I did a comprehensive genotype testing. I mean, genotype testing and um, FVC and that was when I discovered that I was sick of self.
0: Wow. Wow. Like, the whole, having mean, crisis once in a blue moon, not having to, like, say, oh, I need to check my genotype before I know if this is why I'm getting sick or not. I, exactly. it's that one because I discovered my height at the age of seven. So, the The next question that I could have just asked you would have been, how have you been able to cope with relationships with friends, family, the opposite sex, bullies, and the stigmas? You know, okay. Now let's bring it to this way. When you discovered in three hundred level, and how are you able to adjust to living your life? You know, like it's just like you something new just came to you. So how are you able to? Adjust to living
1: like... Funny enough, funny enough, it's it wasn't new. Even I, I don't know. It just uh, I really didn't see anything with it actually because I it, it didn't change anything from it didn't change anything actually. Wow. Everything was just the same because even at that point in time, I did not tell people that. After I found that, I did not even tell anybody that was sickle cell. Not even my best friend. Wow. But when we or the they ended up finding out by themselves. But well, I did not open my mouth to say it. Even if
0: you don't uh, see, people say we say it for
1: you. You said?
0: I said, even though you don't say it, sickle cell will say it for
1: you. Exactly, it will say it for you. So, at that point, I was not too... I was not too... Um, free with with saying it i was not open to discussing my health situation with anybody i think
0: every sickle cell warriors have that phase in their life when they are not like comfortable in talking about their genotype
1: or their head state yes so i think we all have that stage so we, we all, all have that, that
0: stage. stage like we all go through that stage and i think the society is one of the reasons why we go through that stage
1: well, personally, I, w- I won't say it is the society. Yeah. The, I think one thing, one thing that I think one of the reasons why I would not, um, I did not like talking about it then was that the moment you tell people mm-hmm. how the how their uh, how the view changes, and it's not it's not in, it's not supposed to be a bad thing they're only trying to protect they're only trying to protect you I feel they're only trying to protect you like I remember when I think after I got I think that was in 400 level so I was trying to um, play football with my younger brothers and my mom was calling me and she was um, she was quoting um, me why would you have to do that why are you going to go? don't you know you're stressing yourself you know all the, those kind of things
0: yeah. it's not she
1: not because I cannot do it but it's because when I do it it affects me so it's them trying to look out for it's them trying to look out for us yeah. let me put it that way but I'm, we I'm like saying that.
0: that in a new light and actually we don't we don't.
1: we don't we don't like we it don't. we don't like it but do this. if we do it it will affect us <laughs> I, I, I,
0: and i a... and i just feel like i just feel like oh we just want to be ourselves like
1: we just yes we live
0: we just want to live life even there's this i don't know if it happens to every other person who is a sickle cell there's this back like back end thing that happens in my whole mind which is that okay, that means you know what you are doing. At the end of the day, you know what you are doing. But then, I have to do it because I want to do it. Because if
1: exactly
0: I do it, you want I will get depressed. Yeah, if I don't do it, I will get depressed. So, let me live the life like other moment, And we hope the consequences is not great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think the consequences is something we all have to deal with actually, but then the truth is we cannot keep risking, we cannot keep risking our lives and I, at times we can, be re- we can be reckless at times.
0: Yeah,
1: and I, so I, that's why I don't blame people after they know, I, they just, I, I feel they just want to protect us. Hey, you cannot do this, you know you cannot do this, it's this the truth. If I do it, it's I might end well. up and in the hospital. Yeah, the truth out. That's just it. It, it, it does out.
0: So, like, since you discovered that, oh, this is my genotype. Have you had, aside from, will I use the word? Aside from crisis, I don't want to use regular crisis. Aside from crisis, have you ever experienced any sickle cell complication?
1: Um. Yes, 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 yes.
0: And
1: which of it? Well, um, there was a time I had these heart complications and was, and as a result of heart enlargement or something. Wow. I'm the medical times yeah. now. But...
0: And for how, for how long did that go? Because sickle cell complications can be... I don't know, like, I don't know how long they had complications.
1: Well, uh, well, okay, that. okay. Let me let me just give you let me give you the entire gist. Okay. Yes, well, it, it started out as malaria. Then I called my nurse to you know, there's this thing about us not wanting to go to the hospital because, come on, we know all the nurses and the American uh-huh, nice. sisters <laughs> <laughs> So I at that point I didn't want to go to the hospital. I just wanted to see if this is something I can deal with at home. And I called my nurse and she started the treatment for me at home. Then I think after 24 hours, she noticed it was not improving. Rather, it was getting worse. And she recommended that I go to a hospital. It turned out that my the my doctor, the hospital I was using, okay, that way I met the nurse that I called, it turned out that they had to close because the doctor traveled out, he relocated. Wow. So, meaning I'm left with, if I have to go to a new, uh, to a hospital, it means it's going to be a new hospital. Yes. So, I decided to try, um, one hospital closer to us, um, FMC Annex, in in Okay. and I decided to try that, and, well. You know, that was the first time I realized not every doctor knows how to treat a sickle cell patient. Not
0: every doctor. Not like uh, every
1: doctor.
0: Yeah,
1: I think it, it was it the was. hospital to complain and doctor is telling me it's malaria that is dreaming. Imagine. Thank you. It was it was just the worst experience ever. I mean I was having serious pains and I told this man, see, this is the tra- treatment plan my doctor, doctor was using. Yes. And he insisted, no, I cannot give you more than one dose of paint in twenty-four hours. Who does that? <laughs> I mean, this is this is the seriousest pain ever. It it was the um, most serious pain. The, the I mean, it was the worst pain I've had to deal with. And here's this doctor telling me he cannot give me more than a dose of paint in 24 hours and that was the only thing he was going to give me i think i went there around um um 8, 7 p.m all through the night i was having that terrible pain and i think around two o'clock he told the nurse to come and give me Prastamo injection. Anyway, <laughs> injection anything <laughs> <I wasn't... laughs> I didn't know what to do again. I was just there, uh, just praying that this will not be the end. And, well, it got... In the morning when they were doing the ward round. there was a senior doctor around and he told them that they had to refer me because it got worse already and I needed them I needed, um, oxygen. Wow. And, unfortunately, they didn't have an oxygen tank and they said I had to go to the... Main hospital in the world. Yeah. So, um, um, I, my, my mom, all my mom did was just collect the referral data and she took me to a private hospital. I mean, how do you refer to somebody from a to a About 45 minutes journey without an oxygen tank. And you said, and it is oxygen,
0: oxygen.
1: you need. It's, yes, I think it's oxygen I need that you want me to go to enter, a, to enter a car and go to travel for 45 minutes without an oxygen tank. So I just got a private hospital and it was there they discovered I had an art complication and I think I was in the hospital for about a week or so then I had to treat the complications for another two or three months before it, it's something like, before it's reduced charge.
0: Oh, I hope hope the complication is no longer
1: affecting you. Not, uh, it's not affecting me presently, Sha, but it is something that comes once I have crisis. It just comes once I have crisis and I deal with it, something I deal with Sha. It's been, it's Uh, been so nice hearing your story, like it's been
0: awesome hearing your story. I would like you to say a few words to sickle cell warriors out
1: there and to their caregivers. Uh, well, let me start with the caregivers. Um, caregivers, we really, 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 really do love you. We appreciate everything you do for us. And we know it can be very, very tiring for you when we are at our worst, when we are having that mood swing. And you have to deal with not just our health, you have to deal with the mood swings too. We appreciate you dealing with them. We appreciate you staying by us. Thank you so much. God bless you. And to all sickle cell warriors out there, um, here's what I have to say. Live your life like today is the last day you're going to live. Like tomorrow is not certain. And make sure that you have fun while you can it's difficult it gets difficult with the frequent pains and all but we just have to keep our smile we have to keep our smile live your life like is going to be last and not fun thank you
0: thank you very much thank you so much thank you Thank you for joining us this week. If you found value in today's episode, kindly share with your friend or you tell your friend to tell another friend about this particular episode or this podcast. Thank you. Have a great day ahead. See you next week.